You were such a good daughter. God is going to bless you for everything that you've done. And I thank you for taking care of me. These were the last words that my mom said to me the day she passed away. When you lose your mom, especially a really good mom, that changes your life forever. Hi, and welcome back to Loshi Vibes Podcast. I hope you all are well. This has been, this week and last week have been pretty trying for me a lot, which we all have these weeks. We all have weeks and days where things just seem to not go right. It was just seemed like for me, it was back to back to back, but I prayed, I stayed positive as I could, and I just said, you know what, this is life, gotta push through, everything is gonna be okay, and then it ended up being okay, so I'm here now, I'm well rested, and recording the podcast for Mother's Day. So Mother's Day is one of those holidays for me that will never be easy. Um, It's been six years now for me since my mom passed away. And with that, it's hard. It's very hard. Um, I know there's a lot of people that I know that have had a mother that's passed away and changes your life forever it really does um me and my mom were extremely close i've said this before in past um pods that we were very close more like sisters and friends especially as i got older in life we got closer and closer and uh it was very everything that happened leading up to her passing was quick So, if anything, I'm really happy that my mom didn't suffer long. A lot of people don't know what happened to her, but she was diagnosed with kidney failure about a month before she passed away. And um, there was nothing that they could do. She was on dialysis for two weeks and she passed away um, after two weeks of excruciating pain, weakness, me having to take her to dialysis uh, twice a week and seeing her deteriorate. It was just me and the kids and um, I tried to do what I could to keep my kids busy so that they didn't have to see her suffer but they knew that she wasn't herself. My mom's always been very spunky spicy loud funny a jokester just the life of the house and um to see life leave her that was very hard for all of us there were a lot of times in the hospital because we had you know through that month period of time uh we had a lot of you know unexpected hospital visits where either she needed a blood transfusion because your red your red blood cell count goes down when your kidney function 
uh, stops or when your kidneys stop working period your um, red blood cells go down so she would always have to go in for um, sorry she'd have to go in for um, blood transfusions a lot of times I spent well every time every time we she'd go in I would spend days there with her um, at the hospital and keep her keep her company and throughout the whole process I have to say my mom always stayed positive she always made the staff laugh the nurses laugh she had um intuition that was out it was just outstanding she could read people through their energy which I think she passed on to me um, she was very intuitive very very intuitive and she would just know, you know, what was going on with people when they would walk through her room in at the hospital. She could just feel the energy and she would make people laugh and she'd try not to make them cry because, you know, they knew what was going on. Um, during that time before she got sick, actually, uh, this is not the first round for my mom with a major, well... I'll just say like this, she had nine lives because there was many times before this that my mom suffered with unexpected illness. Um, when my children were small, I think it was 2004, my mom was diagnosed with diabetes and um, her sugar level actually went up to 900, which means you should be pretty much dead. And... How I found that out was she was just getting weaker and weaker in the bed. And I said, Mom, there's something going on. I think uh, we need to go get you checked out. You know, you're just not yourself. And she went into the shower and she collapsed. So I took, I called 911, took her to the hospital. And they were like, you are so, she's so lucky to be here. I don't believe in the word luck. I think that blessed is as a better word for what what happens with people that are in situations where they're at death's door and that's where she was um so i remember her telling me a story that when that happened to her when she was in the um er that she felt angel wings flapping she heard sound that sound like angel wings that's the way she described it wings flapping around her and uh she recovered quickly after that um from you know the from that from because she didn't go into a diabetic coma it was a miracle it really was a miracle she stayed in the hospital i think about two weeks and then you know she changed her lifestyle with eating and um you know just trying to maintain her her diet and then I think it was in 2007 or 8, which was very unusual, bizarre. She one day saw a little dot on the side, like the corner of her left eye. And it looked like a sty. And the sty, supposedly, um, got bigger and bigger and bigger, which she did. I took her to the doctor and they wanted to run more tests on it because it just kept growing. 
Well, to fi- come to find out, that wasn't just a sty. It was actually um, a tumor, which is very rare to get a tumor on the outside of your... Well, a- actually, it wasn't on the outside, but it was right underneath that thin little layer of skin next to your eye, underneath your eye. Um, that's where, where it was growing. And actually, the tumor grew from the corner of the eye into the nose, inside the nostril area. So their next fear was, oh my gosh, did the tumor grow into the brain? And thank you, Jesus, again. It was a blessing. It did not. But unfortunately, my mom had to have surgery and she lost her eye, her left eye. A lot of people don't know this story. Um, Only people that were really close to me at the time knew this story. So she survived that as well. And one of her major fears of life was always having a tumor, having cancer, which in the middle of that tumor, there was a a speck of cancer, which is not the first time because when I was 10 years old, she did have a hysterectomy and they found um, many tumors and they removed them all. And I think in one or two of them, right in the middle, there was a speck of cancer. So my mom always, to me, was a hero. She was an angel. She's a legend, um, a diva in a good way. She's just everything, man. Um, So coming back to the end of her life, it was my job, I felt like, as an only child to take care of my mom. I mean, she took care of me. So, hell, I'm going to take care of you. I mean, don't have to ask twice. So I was with her through the good, the bad, and the ugly. I saw it all. But in between that, we tried to laugh and we cried a lot. But we made it together through some things. And I say we made it because she's not suffering anymore. Even though it was a very short-lived um feeling of suffer she's not in pain anymore and I'm so honored to be able to say that I was with my mom uh, till the end the night that she passed away I actually was not there and I'm glad I was not there but knowing my mom she wouldn't have wanted me to be there there was an incident that happened the night before which I want to keep to myself because It has to this day caused post-traumatic stress and anxiety, major anxiety. I still have days where I could just be laying here and then all of a sudden I'll just have a panic attack because I'll think about what happened the night before she passed. But the night that she did pass, well, what I can say is that she did go into cardiac arrest the the night before. And I feel like she did come back for us. I think that she came back for us um, because she didn't want us to see that. So the day that she, the night that she did pass away, I know she waited until I left because I had to go home to get my kids and feed my kids. And I was rushing to go back up to the hospital and then just seemed like things were happening where I couldn't get back up there. And I got the call. So... After that, I have to say things just went black for me. There's a lot of things 
in 2015 that I just do not remember after she passed away. Um, I was in a quick rush to move out of that apartment. Um, I think I did a lot of things. I mean, everybody grieves differently. I have to say that. Everybody grieves so differently because I remember that there was a period that there was a day after she passed away. It was like a few days after. I just went into her closet and I just started packing things up. I started throwing things away. I mean, there was things I didn't want to look at. I'm just going to be real with you. There was bags of medication, which is the reason why I have... Um, I, I live a more holistic lifestyle. Um, I prefer to see more of a, a, a holistic doctor, more natural medicine, Chinese medicine, um, because of seeing that I feel like a lot of the medications and I'm not judging anybody. And this is just my opinion. Medication sometimes can blow out certain areas of your organs in your body. They can destroy you. So which is, um, you know, I had issues with that. So I just started throwing things away, threw stuff away. I threw away, I put clothes, I, d I donated all of her clothes to the Kidney Foundation. I started doing things real fast, real erratic. I mean, I just went into this thing where, I mean, I really just don't remember. I just know I was really erratic um, and I had to move. And I think me and the kids moved out of the apartment because I had to plan things as well, which thanks to my auntie, um, she took care. Uh, my mom didn't want to have a big old funeral. She never was that type. Her main uh, request for me was to be cremated, and I still have her urn here with me. Um, she wanted to be cremated, and I you know, honored that request. But she did have a memorial service in um, Alabama, which I was so, wow, I was so out of it that I didn't go and I didn't take my kids to that because of what we had been through. There was a traumatic, like I said, experience the night before she passed and I just didn't want to even, we just, we just wanted to focus on what was going on. I had to keep them in school keep them busy because kids are very resilient yet my daughter did um suffer I think more than my son did because he was a little bit younger yet he was close to my mom but he was able to kind of move on a little bit faster um than my daughter did but and I was a total train wreck I had no one um which brings me to something that's kind of difficult to talk about because you start losing friends when you lose somebody close to you. Sometimes people don't get it. Like, unless they lose someone really close to them, like a mom or someone like that dad or someone they're really close to like that, like a maternal a grandmother. You can even be a grandmother. You start to lose people that... Yeah, they'll send you their prayers and um, and all that. But you start to lose people that you thought were your friends. And when they see you down and out, they don't actually know how to act. So instead of trying to be your friend, they bounce on you. 
your ass. I'm just going to say it like that. So I lost a lot of friends, boyfriends, best friends, people I thought that cared. I lost a lot of people in my life when I lost my mom. Everything changed. Everything. And I and it's just crazy because you would think that's when people would want to be there to support you, but you start to realize who's really down for you when you lose somebody close to you. And there was a long time, a long period of time where people just started dropping out of my life, dropping off like I mean, people were leaving my life back to back. Family, I didn't, you know, just all kinds of stuff. And uh, and I'm I'm not mad anymore. I'm not even. I wasn't even mad then. I didn't even have the energy to be mad. But if anything, those friends know who they are, and I don't think they quite understood because they still had their mom. So I, maybe they didn't even know how to react because, like I said, they still had their mother, so they didn't know how. They didn't know me anymore. I wasn't the same Vashon anymore. So, um, some people can't handle that. So I lost, like I said, boyfriend. I lost best friends. Uh, I lost people that I trusted. I thought I trusted. People just started leaving my life. So, um, and I did self-medicate. I surely am did. I will say it right now. I will be honest. That was the only way that I could cope. I had to self-medicate. I needed help. I needed something to numb me from reality that my mom was gone. Because she was the only person that I can talk to. And she knew everything about me. And I had friends that knew a lot of things about me. A lot of deep, dark secrets. Yet, when it came down to it, nah, they they were they were not mentally nor physically available anymore for me. Literally, would look at me like, "Who the hell is this girl? I don't know who she is." Well, damn, you know what? I just lost my mom, just lost my best friend. So if you can't give me a hug, and you you're not feeling me, and you think I've changed, well, um. When, I, I pray that when that day comes, I hope that you don't have to go through that. I don't wish that on anybody. But I just see, you, you really get to see how people change in your world when you lose someone close to you. And um, my heart goes out to anybody out there who's lost a loved one, especially during this year and last year uh, from this virus, uh, from just, um, you know, anything. Uh, family members there's a lot of young people dying in the hands of the police uh, there's a lot of moms burying their kids Mother's Day is going to be hard for a lot of people this year Mother's Day is just going to be different and um, and it's going to be great for others it's not all bad though I'm going to change it up a little bit because <laughs> I know that my mom's in a better place and I know and I will do another pod about feeling energies. Like I believe that the spirit world, if you tap into it correctly, you are able to communicate with your loved one from the other side. Absolutely. Um, I have a lot of stories about that because my mom has come to visit me a lot. Uh, just to change it up. I mean, I'm a mom. <laughs> so I'm blessed. With two kids, beautiful kids, 
great kids, not perfect kids, but they're my kids and they're grown-ups now, but they still need me. And I am absolutely in love with my grandkids. Um, 44-year-old grandmother, yes. I'm not the only one. There's a lot of us out there, but I have two, two and a half beautiful grandkids, one on the way, and I love them all. I am very honored that my daughter let me name my grandson Phoenix. I love that name. Um, actually, I got that name from this lady I met. I met her. I met her somewhere. I was out. Phoenix came at a time in my life when I needed him. Sometimes they say when you lose somebody close to you, God brings you a gift. And he was born a year after my mom passed away. So he was a blessing. Um, fell in love with him immediately the first time that I laid eyes on him. It was just an automatic connection. I love that boy. And then Miss Glory. Oh gosh. Glory is uh, a firecracker. If anything, I want to say she's a clone of my mom. Same personality. Funny. Very strong. She's independent. She's just a firecracker. She already knows what the hell is going on. She's fucking. She's a fucking bomb. <laughs> she's a fucking bomb. <laughs> She's a fucking bomb. Like, okay, sorry. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. She's that girl is something else. And then um new baby coming in September. And my daughter. I just pray every day that everything goes well and that baby will be here and I'm excited about that one too. Little boy, another little boy. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm blessed. I do. I have to move. I have to move on. Um, I have to move on physically and mentally. And I'm still struggling spiritually when it comes to my mom. Spiritually, when it comes within me and my connection with with God and how I feel about everything around me, I'm good there. I feel like I finally reached that point. But Mother's Day will always be one of those days. Along with her birthday, along with the death anniversary, along with Christmas, the days where, even my birthday, where it'll always be hard. So, whoever's out there, I get it. I understand. Listen, we're all kind of in that same book. Um, you kind of have that feeling of abandonment, especially when you're an only child. And I really can't speak on people that have siblings, but because like it's it's still hard either way. But being an only child and losing your mom, and then your your mom was a single parent, I feel a sense of um feeling lonely, feeling abandonment, and feeling just a feeling that makes you feel like a loner <laughs> and it's okay to be a loner though you know it's okay to be a loner but you also too want to have somebody that you can talk to and I have to say that I did have people that unexpectedly came in my life through the five years of not having my mom 
that were, you know, there to give me some love. There was, a, there was about two or three people that, you know, came and went. They, they came in my life and they went. I think that was our purpose. I think that my, really, I tell you the truth, I think God and my mom brought these people in my life. Um, one in particular, her name was Josette. And she literally was an angel. She's no longer with us either. And um, she just brought me a lot of life and laughter and love. And my friend Richie, same thing. Um, just a good guy, good friend. Always cared about me, always listened. So it wasn't always um, me being completely lonely. But you still feel lonely because you're grieving. Grief is tough. So, with that said, I'm hanging in there. I'm living. I'm stronger. I'm a lot wiser now. And I've learned a lot about true friendship, true love, and keeping those ones that are real close to you and weaning out the bad, weaning out the bad energy. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this pod. If you like the pod, follow the pod. I'll catch you guys next time. Take care. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and God bless.